0: hitting medical truth cutting through conflict and confusion to the understanding you're searching for join dr peter mccullough world-renowned medical expert and practicing physician for this edition of the mccullough report your life may depend on it let's get real let's get loud on america loud talk radio this is a mccullough report and i'm dr peter McCullough. I have a breaking interview for you. Uh, There have been so many questions about what's going on in China right now, the most recent outbreak uh, within the SARS-CoV-2 pandemic, a recent outbreak of a specific variant. So I've had a chance on really an emergency basis. We're doing this on the first of the year uh, in 2023. I've invited to the microphone uh, someone who's well known to the platform and has made her uh, considerable contributions, Dr. Li Ming Yang. Dr. Yang, welcome to the McCullough Report.
1: Thank you, Dr. uh, McCullough. It's my honor to join you.
0: Well, let's get right into it. Um, The headline that I read today, someone just sent it to me, so I want to make sure I read it for everybody. Uh, The headline that I received here is that China COVID deaths soar as 250 million people are infected, Uh, health system crematoriums overwhelmed, death toll is rising among CCP elites. Dr. Yang, take it from here. What do you know in terms of what's going on in China and how does that differ from what we're told in American news?
1: Oh yeah, Dr. McCall, this is a very big topic, and I have been working on this with my team. And also, I have the uh, very special but broad network based in China because they are my my audience. So I get a lot of feedback from them, uh, which it shows that if we just talked about two hundred million infected uh, infected people in China, I would say this is underestimated because. Uh, according to our observation and this is uh, the new outbreak covid outbreak happened from east to west from north to south in china and not only in the big cities but also in the very remote villages and majority of people from the places i get feedback are uh, get infected when i say majority it means in the big cities can be uh, 80% or even people said, and uh, in the smaller places should be half half of the population. So according to China statistics that we have 1.4 billion Chinese people in China, then I think the estimation should be around at least half of the population. And also the death toll is increasing in a crazy way. I mean, I have done some simple calculation with my uh, team just compared to the peak deaths happened in New York City in the last three years for COVID 19. Then uh, the US city statistic data shows the peak a uh, death happened uh in one week which you have average uh, around 8 per, uh, 800 patients died of covid-19 for the whole week and uh, however in beijing in shanghai in uh in wuhan this kind of similar scale cities in china uh we have known that the funeral places are overloaded and usually the funeral places in such cities can uh, afford two thousand to four thousand death bodies every day. However, now the queues are so long, people even have to take for seven to uh seven days to even half a month to send their uh, family members to the crematorium. And also in the crematoriums, the Dead bodies are burnt uh, with other dead bodies. That means two to three at least share one crematory. So that is a crazy number because it has lasted for uh already uh not only one to two weeks, I think it's around three weeks now. And also the death toll is still increasing. So all this kind of data can reflect the terrible situation in china however you would never uh, get the real uh, situation from the china government because not only they cover it up but they even don't give patients the pcr testing that means although you heard from the china government that this is just the Omicron and the XBBBQ1.1, this kind of mild variant circulating in China. However, we really don't know what is circulating there without the virus sequence. And also, I can tell you, the symptoms are more severe on average population than the uh, Omicron uh, symptom we have known in U.S.
0: Okay well you you certainly have raised a lot of questions for me. First one is <clears throat> are the majority of these infections the first time that someone's been infected?
1: Uh yes, for example, there are the, not only uh, we get the feedback from people that they're telling us like uh, for example, some data shows in the company uh, already 90% people die uh, uh sorry uh, get sick with symptoms within uh three days, and also there are some other statistics. Uh, for example, one uh uh one team has done the uh pool research for three thousand people in Beijing, and their research results shows that um. When they conducted the research uh, in the early outbreak, this time, this uh, three thousand people, there are sixty uh, percent has already reached the symptoms, and also after several days, uh, it already reached to over seventy percent. So all this data can uh, reflect the the, uh, the infective uh, infective population percentage in China.
0: So, so it sounds like the majority of these. Our first-time infections in the United uh, States. No,
1: no, no. Oh, uh, no. Sorry, I won't say the first-time infection because this is something really unusual. Uh, we have known, especially in Wuhan. That city is where the COVID-19 outbreak happened in at the end of 2019 to early 2020. So at that period, it was circulating in Wuhan and caused the cost outbreak for. At least uh, over two months and then government start to put the lockdown. So the people in Wuhan and also from other cities, um, according to my uh data, because I was doing the investigation based in Hong Kong at the time, that there are a lot of people get infected. So if it's just the previous variant or the common variant circulating among the now, Chinese people, I don't think the reinfection infection rate would be so high and so quick.
0: Well, let me try to pin you down then. In terms of all the infections right now in China, what percent are the very first time someone's had COVID and what percent is a second or third case?
1: We really don't have the very specific data because China government cover it up from beginning to this time. However, uh, at least we got a lot of feedback from audience that they have already infected in the previous outbreak and they get tested at that time and now they get re so Okay. The-
0: so let me just, yeah, but let me stop you there. So it's distinctly unusual to die on a second or third infection. In fact, there've been studies now showing, there's one by Chen in New England Journal of Medicine in US prisoners, uh, uh, 59,000 prisoners, 17,000 staff, second infections or third infections, vaccinated or no vaccine, vaccine, no deaths, no deaths. So if you're telling me that large numbers of Chinese are dying on the second or third infection, that is breaking news.
1: It is. And also the when we talk about the reinfection, especially when we see what happened in US now, it's like Omicron already become mild. So even for the under the people who have underlying disease, uh, most probably this would just be the infection on the upper uh, in fact uh, respect uh, respiratory tract. However, in China, we see that not only the symptoms come out most severe among the uh, majority of people who get infected, including high fever and also the pain and uh, uh, also the sore throat and also uh, pneumonia, but also in, in the uh, Elderly and uh, the people have underlying disease. The death coming very quickly. For example, we have a lot of feedback that uh, the elderly uh, family member get uh, have symptoms the day before and the next day suddenly passed away. So this kind of death toll still increasing now because after two to three weeks, it already uh, involve a lot of young people from twenty to sixties and. Uh, uh the feedback from doctors uh because China uh suppressed this kind of information but there are a lot of brave doctors try to deliver a message to uh, to us and i can tell you so the typical COVID white on symptoms in radiology come out like crazy. So the doctors are very concerned about what will happen in the soon future because lack of the medical support and government suppress the drug supply makes things worse.
0: Okay, we'll get to treatment in a minute, but I wanted to raise the, the next question is, of the people right now, the cases that exist of COVID and the deaths in China, what percent are vaccinated?
1: Yeah, so this is a different things as you heard from maybe the CDC in U.S. or WHO or China government because clearly those experts share the same information CCP government provided them. So they claim that now it is very severe in China or maybe it is different from the uh, symptoms you heard in U.S. it's just because they lifted the zero COVID policy and the Chinese people are vulnerable in the past three years. And also they claim that this is low uh, coverage of vaccination. However, I have checked the data just based on the China CDC data half year ago. For 1.4 billion Chinese people, they already applied over 3.4 billion vaccinations. That means average two to three. And they claim that elderly has low coverage, but just based on their data, we say that at least 80% of the elderly over 65 years old received at least two doses of the vaccines. Uh, However, something different is Chinese people uh, received most of the vaccine uh, inactive vaccine. And also uh, due to the poor quality uh, of the manufacturing in China, uh, there definitely should be more side effects uh, in this kind of vaccines, And uh, also there could be antibody dependent enhancement. I believe uh, is most probably re- uh, exist because uh it happened in SAS one inactive vaccine, and it is already uh, shown in some research after SAS 2 outbreak, uh, but that cannot uh, explain the uh, terrible situation in China now. So I well, believe- hang on,
0: hang on a second. So you're saying that the majority, if not 80%, have received the, the whole virus inactivated vaccine. That would be Sinovac, Coronavac vaccine, or similar. And you've raised the issue of antibody-dependent enhancement. That was going to be my question, because it's so unusual. In fact, it just hasn't happened in the United States that second and third infections have been fatal. And if you're telling me now that there are large numbers of Chinese dying on the second and third infections of COVID-19, there must be some biologic explanation for it.
1: Exactly, exactly, sir. So so I have tried to explain it using uh, different uh, possibilities. Definitely, I include the antibody-dependent enhancement. However, you know, there are other things you should uh, be aware that in China, this time, it... People just get infected at the same time. When I say at the same time, uh, let me just quote some people's description, that many people's description, that the whole family raised the symptoms, the, the severe symptom over one night. And even for many families, they live in a remote village or they there are even not uh, much case, many cases during the past three years or even... They isolate themselves in an individual house. They didn't go out, but suddenly it's like majority of Chinese people start to raise the severe symptoms from uh, around the 7th to 10th December. And then quickly it spread to other people and also uh, government encourage people to get positive. CCP government has asked their government staff in many places that you should get positive as soon as possible because, uh, and then come to work when you are positive because uh, that will help us to uh, have the new immunity. And this is very ridiculous. So
0: is it possible then that in terms of we're trying to get to this idea of what would cause a second infection or a third infection to be fatal? Is it possible, besides antibody dependent enhancement as a mechanism, with the families all getting sick all at once, that there's something related to the inoculum that patients are getting sick and then the spread within the family home or apartment um, is is the, the viral density is so great that um, that the inoculum is playing a role in terms of severity. That is how much virus each person gets.
1: Yes, I, I do believe that two uh, factors are very important. One is the, uh, the virus uh, viral load should be high because uh, according to my study back to uh, February 2020, published on Lancet infectious disease, that viral load really can uh, show the prediction of uh, predict the severity of the disease so the severe uh, symptoms can be caused by the mild even uh, very end, but with the high viral load. however uh, antibody dependent enhancement is also another important factor because theoretically it can happen and uh, also we see uh, people had this kind of uh, worse symptom after they meet meet the very end. But I don't think all of this can explain the bad situation. Uh, So the thing is, uh, we have seen that uh also one one another uh, factor I want to mention is China government uh suppressed the basic drug supply even the favorite medicine so they don't allow people to purchase it even you have the stockpiles in a pharmacy so it's clearly government want people to have uh this suffer from that for certain purposes uh however you know the even ade or even we talk about uh viral I mean, uh, the lack of drugs, these are not the reasons that people could uh, have this kind of severe symptom so quickly at the same time. And even if we talk about the uh, viral load, if it comes from nature, then how could people isolated them or in different areas uh, kind of get raise this kind of symptom at the same time. So this is something I do feel that's suspicious, uh, especially in my study. I don't think all of this can explain the whole uh, severity of the outbreak in China.
0: Well, let me ask you now about um, treatment. Let's start from the very top. Do they use iodine or peroxide or colloidal silver or any form of nasal sprayer gargles.
1: Actually I uh what I know that in China there are different protocols and so uh they even can use the hydroxychloroquine in the hospital and I don't have the exact guidance at this moment, but based on all my investigation in the past three years, I know they have used a uh, combination of the treatment for pneumonia and also antivirus. They also use anti-HIV drugs. Uh, They don't use Pfizer drugs. At least now in China, uh, what I know is uh, they have purchased some Pfizer's Paxloid pex- pex- uh, that magic medicine, but they really didn't distribute it to uh majority of uh, Chinese people. Maybe certain high level or high ranking CCP member can use it, I'm not sure. Uh, So they basically combined uh, using the com- uh, combined protocol and to treat people just focus on the uh, symptoms. Uh, They don't have very special drugs and uh hydroxychloroquine, uh, is a drug that because we told our patients that our audience, it, it should be useful uh, based on the uh, mechanism. So people uh, can purchase it at home, especially in the beginning of the outbreak when it was OTC at that time. Uh, so the good thing is feedback from audience is that even they use the uh, prevention, uh, prevention protocol uh, using hydroxychloroquine, they could be the, Only one in the family has a uh, most mild, uh, mild symptom, or even the healthiest person in the family, or they can get better uh, recovery after they use uh, hydroxychloroquine protocol to treat themselves. And I don't think- Okay, so
0: let's, let's go back to the beginning. Do they have the iodine and peroxide nasal sprays, they're, they're far more important than hydroxychloroquine. Are they using nasal sprays immediately? I don't when they think get it's
1: common. I don't think it's common in China.
0: Right. So that, uh, that'd be if any way you can message that to them, You know, even a small amount of iodine in, in water with a little bit of salt or saline, it's very effective. It has a bigger treatment effect than hydroxychloroquine or anything you mentioned. If If they are letting the infection basically intensify in the nose and the throat and then go right into pneumonia the yeah. chinese the chinese are missing a giant opportunity i mean if they're just sitting there and letting it happen at this point in time the u.s protocols we don't let that happen in a single patient we the virucidal nasal sprays and washes and gargles are so important because the virus is up in the nose that's where it is and if you don't kill it up in the nose the chinese are making a gross gross error In their public health response, now sure, hydroxychloroquine has an effect about a twenty-five percent treatment effect. Ivermectin more about a fifty percent treatment effect. Paxlovid uh, less impressive uh, because of the rebound. Um, Do they use uh, Do they use vitamins and supplements?
1: I think they use supplements Uh, and for our audience, I recommend your protocol, Dr. Zelenko protocol, and also FLCCC protocol. So uh, vitamin C and zinc and also vitamin D are the ones I would suggest them to take. And in the hospital, I heard that some doctor before has told me that they would using different, uh, this kind of nutrition supply to help the patients. And uh, however, that There are also, you know, Chinese medicine uh, treatment. And among the Chinese medicine treatment, I can tell you, this is more about the uh, profits. And actually, many of the Chinese medicine can cause the liver and the the toxicity. So this definitely hurt some patients during the treatment. But government promotes the Chinese medicine treatment. So doctors have to apply it sometimes. And they told me they they can't uh, gain... uh, uh, reject the order from their bosses. But I really want to tell you another things that we actually are very suspicious and actually based on the uh, our intelligence this is uh, also another puzzle of the the whole uh, miserable uh, situation. That is, why China government don't publish or don't allow people to do the PCR testing, even in the hospital? Why do they insist on the Omicron variant XBB and BQ1.1? And also, uh, why some people say that their antigen kits at home show negative, but they have positive symptoms and clearly it's not accurate? Uh, one uh one thing is that China government has encouraged their scientists to working on the immune escaping strains on omicron and uh, not only omicron on Covid. and they recently, uh Nature's Ten uh, has uh gave the award to one young Chinese scientist about their prediction. The prediction always can show that, uh, the variant circulating around us, um, that in a very accurate way. That means he always their model always can predict what will circulating around us. And now, China government recently, uh, said this scientist's prediction again highly consistent with what is circulating in China, which we don't know why they had this, uh, kind of, um. Statement because clearly we don't see the virus sequence. However, they said this kind of uh, variant, Omicron-like variant, could escape in the soon future, escape all the immu- immunity we have. And they said, the based on the prediction of this scientist, that in the soon future, we will face to the very end that escape all the nature immunity, escape all the vaccine immunity, and also all the monoantibody we have in the market now will be unavailable. And uh, so that is something really raised my concerns. And uh, I can't share all the information with our audience at this moment. But uh, I say if they have this kind of, and it seems available based on his articles published on sale on nature in the past three years. So if the variant come out and the, with the totally immune escape, and I just want to uh, discuss with you, what do you think we will face at that time?
0: You know, it's an interesting um, proposition because there are so many cases. There's the prevalence, as you're describing, could be the highest prevalence we've seen so far in the pandemic, meaning that with a very high prevalence, any intervention that's done, whether it be a vaccine or drug or other uh, intervention, could prompt uh, mutations in order to become resistant. We haven't seen resistant strains to hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, although that could happen. Uh, We haven't seen resistant strains to Paxlovid. We've simply seen Paxlovid um, fail in terms of promptly ending the infection, no resistant strains to the peroxide or iodine nasal sprays. Now, I, I wanted to um, ask you about motive, and, and a lot of people would, would wonder about this. Why would the Chinese Communist Party, why would they want to um, underreport the severity of this outbreak? Because I can tell you as an American, it already looks really, really bad. So, <laughs> yes. wh- why, 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 what would be the purpose of trying to keep it at really, really bad, as opposed to why don't they just tell us what's going on? Well, what's the motive?
1: I'm the Chinese. I was born there and I studied there. I finished my MD PhD there, so I can tell you that as Chinese, we are never uh, we never be surprised of our government's uh, this kind of uh, cheating and hiding information because this is the Actually, the Chinese Communist Party has, ruined China, has ruled China for over 70 years now. In the whole history of the CCP government, they never tell the truth to us for their own purpose because the whole regime based on lies and propagandas and confidentialities. So you have to keep secret, then you can create the lies and then you can use propaganda to amplify the lies and to force people to believe you are a good party. If not, people cannot bear with you. And if not, you cannot cheat the other governments all over the world. So this is the style of CCP government. Without this kind of confidentiality lies and propaganda, it cannot survive. So but let's talk back to the uh COVID. So when COVID happened in Wuhan, which based on my investigation, I believe that is uh the some uh, they release the virus out of the lab and then cause the, uh, out, cause the um, outbreak out of, because they underestimate the transmissibility for their certain purposes. And then they started uh, start to hide information uh, let Wuhan people sick. And then later they even let it spread to the world and cheat the world. So at that time, They do it because the COVID-19 virus is, the for them, for CCP and Xi Jinping, this is a very successful product from their unrestricted bioweapon program. So this can, although cannot immediately cure a lot of people, not like traditional bioweapons, but based on their theory and documents, this kind of low death rate uh, bioweapon can undermine the enemy society in in a uh, lasting way. And also it's very hidden that people cannot recognize this is by weapon. So at that time it works. And uh, in the past three years, Xi Jinping uh, gave awards to the military and civilian scientists involved into the program, and also encouraged them to do more. So now this time, when we see it happened, and we need to consider the situation for the government, because it's weaponized virus, So once it happened again and the government hides the information, definitely the government has their own political purpose. So that's the thing we must to ask the government. And uh, if you want to know more, we can talk about more about the current situation in China and overseas. But I think uh, this can uh, briefly explain why government don't allow people to know the truth.
0: Okay, let, let's, uh, let's hold right there. We're going to take a break at the mid part of the show. And we've been talking with Dr. Li Ming Yang, a Chinese scientist, a PhD, who's an expert in um, viral lab techniques and is certainly considered one of the preeminent experts on the SARS-CoV-2 outbreak and the role the Chinese played on that. So we're going to take a break right here. You're on a ski vacation, whole family's in a condominium and someone gets sick. Oh no, the dreaded feeling that everybody is gonna get sick one by one on the ski vacation, ruining all the good times that you had planned. Now it's time to break out the CoFix RX. Yes, 1.5% povidone iodine uh, in a unique solution. Uh, two sprays in each nostril preventively can be used during active treatment. It's not gonna stop the infection in the person who's already has it. It's gonna reduce the intensity and frequency of it. Uh, getting fresh air, distancing when someone is sick, and using the other reasonable measures to get somebody through a common cold is gonna help. And I can tell you that Co-fix RX should be a part of every ski trip, every uh, holiday gathering, and every time that you are traveling. Make sure you have it with you, I do. Go to America Outlaw website, Go to the banner bar on Cofix RX to get a discount on your first purchase. Let's get real, let's get loud. On American Loud Talk Radio, this is the McCullough Report.
1: All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulverone iodine based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses copix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple, by attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Rx banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code
0: OUTLOUD. Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio.
1: Liberty and justice for all.
0: and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Do you know there's no other condition that I'm aware of where vitamins and supplements make such a big difference than COVID-19? We have an abundance of data that we need to be replete with a variety of micronutrients, and that includes vitamins, minerals, and other substances our bodies need. I rely on Healthy Cell Super Boost. That's Immune Super Boost. It's a a gel pack that can be taken every day. I like to do it before I exercise and before I go out. It's a wonderful supplement. It gives me the Immune Super Boost that I need. Go to HealthyCell.com, use the promotional code OUTLOUD and get a discount on your first order. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Loud Talk Radio. This is the McCullough Report, and I'm Dr. Peter McCullough. And I'm talking with Dr. Li Ming who uh, is a, a Chinese uh, PhD expert who's come to the United States, and she's helped us greatly in understanding uh, the role of China and, and the origin of SARS-CoV-2, the Wuhan Institute of, of Virology, uh, really such an international story. A lot of it's in various forms of books. Uh, Dr. Yang is featured in the book by Peter Bragg COVID-19, the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. Uh, we've covered um, the most recent outbreak, the BQ uh, outbreak, and what sounds to be severe cases and deaths as second infections, and then some type of Chinese confusion on uh, you know, failing to even do simple things like nasal, virucidal nasal sprays and full treatment protocols. Just before we finish up on this, um, uh, what percent of hospitalizations and deaths currently in China do you think uh, are patients who have gotten no effective treatment?
1: Uh, the hospitalization is crazy. So let me give you certain data. It's like, uh, I don't know doctors complain that they have already put the additional beds in the hallways and they have keep people even have to treat pe- uh, patients on the ground because there is no bed. So, uh, for example, in a very big hospital, the director of the respiratory uh, disease department, his father got COVID pneumonia and it needs the uh, uh, urgent treatment and he has to turn to the neurology department to ask whether they they can give him one bed for his father and also in many I mean in the many many uh, big hospitals the doctors complain that they now stop to uh admit any other patients uh, patient, uh In except the stroke and also COVID pneumonia patients. And even in the pediatric department in many hospitals, full of the COVID patients who are urgent to get the treat. And also, quite a lot of Chinese people even cannot get the chance to get hospitalization. Let me give you some very simple numbers. For example, I have checked the best number in the Chinese, the top hospitals. Top means they, they separate the level of the hospital in China, the best hospital called third level uh, Jia hospital. So just this kind of top level hospital in the cities like Beijing, they have over 1,300,000 uh, beds. In Guangzhou, they have over 100,000 beds and also in the other big cities, they have similar or half amount of this uh, of beds. So, in these top hospitals, they are all overloaded, and people have to go to the smaller hospital clinics for treatment. And there are another several hundreds of smaller clinics in the cities and in the very remote place. We heard the local, like in the town, in the village, the clinic also get full. So this is, we really don't know how many patients, because in China, if the patient die now, uh, also it's clearly uh, related to COVID death, but the government don't allow them to using uh, COVID death as the cause. Uh, they even threaten to arrest This uh family members if they try to feel it as COVID-19 deaths. So the number is highly uh, underestimated. We only can give this kind of observation based on the feedback, and this amount is already huge.
0: It's so hard to know. You know, I've been to China five times myself. I think I've been to that hospital in Guangzhou as an example. And I've always been unimpressed with the acuity of patients in Chinese hospitals. Like, you know, for instance, in Chinese hospitals, they hospitalized patients for which things we would just treat at home, uh, particularly in a whole variety of cardiovascular uh, applications. So I guess my question is, how many people are really sick in the hospital? I mean, mechanical ventilators receiving uh, intravenous medications to maintain blood pressure. I mean, give us an idea of this, Or, or is it just... Chinese hospitalization practice as it's been, where it's it's low acuity and just high number of beds that are filled.
1: We really don't know the the number of the ventilation uh, machines and uh, the this kind of equipment because that's about the ice. We usually put those kind of uh, majority of this kind of equipment in ICU, and also there um, minority of the equipment will be shared with. Uh, with the other departments, but we know that uh, now in China, many people, even they are rich, even they are high-ranking CCP members' family, they they just beg the doctor to give the patients one ventilation uh, equipment. But the doctor will tell them, unfortunately, you even cannot buy it because there is really no any ventilation equipment. Maybe you can wait until maybe half an hour later, there will be a patient die, and you can share that one. And also, so uh, we know, for example, in one hospital, big hospital in Wuhan, they said they have already put uh, more than three billion, uh, no, three million US dollars this year to uh, uh, buy more ventilation systems and also a related uh, uh, related support. But this kind of uh, system already used out now, still, there is still lack of the system in the hospital. Uh, I, I know that you, you have been to China, then you definitely can see the efficient of the doctors and nurses. And usually we have a lot of uh, doctors and nurse, nurses working in the hospital. But now because the majority of people are uh, positive, so even the doctors and nurses are positive and they have to go back to work. And also they are overloaded and so in china now it's not because work not inefficient it's just because they are efficient but still uh there are so many so many patients require the treatment we have seen some symptom it's like when the elderly uh checking using the you know the finger uh, oxygen uh meter to check their uh blood oxygen at home and uh, it could show the uh, ninety over 95% in the morning. And in the afternoon, without any symptom, suddenly it would draw to uh, less than 80, 70%. And also the patient could die immediately before they send them to the hospital. So this kind of phenomenon happen frequently in this outbreak. And we really don't know the exact me- mechanism at this moment.
0: Okay, then you brought me to, uh, I think another important point Question: just give me your best estimate. What percent of deaths do you think occur in China on the mechanical ventilator and what percent occur in patients that have had no chance at mechanical
1: ventilation? I would say among the death tolls, uh, maybe 20, 20% can get a ventilation uh, support that because I We have seen that patients, many patients just die at home. And so that's why they, they even don't have chance to go to the hospital. And in the hospital, because uh, so many departments are full, we don't think they have enough ventilation support. So I would say like maybe 20%, this is only my estimation.
0: Okay, well, let's move on to some other topics real, real quickly. Um, What's your uh, viewpoint on the recent U.S. CDC policy to um, demand a negative test before traveling or uh, to have somebody uh, give assurances that their COVID-19 recovered, uh, that is to board a, a plane in China coming to the United States?
1: Definitely, I would say it's not enough because we see that first, the Biden administration said they will start the travel uh restriction, not only tra- not travel ban, since fifth January uh, next uh, this year. However. We know that already China, uh, because uh, at the same time of the outbreak, China government start to suddenly allow people to apply visa, allow people to purchase the air tickets to fly overseas. And there are already Chinese citizens come to U.S. based on the feedback from social media. I see that Chinese Americans said, oh, our family member came, they are uh, positive of COVID. And I thought I have the, Immunity, but suddenly I get sick too. So, and so we don't know how many of them already came here. And the thing is, China will totally reopen since 3rd January. And this new restrictions start from 5th January. Why are there two days? gap, I mean from China to America only take 12 hours by flight and also they only require for the uh, some negative testing result before you leave China within two days. First uh, that could include the antigen test which I don't know whether they include or not. If it's antigen test we know it's not accurate in China and many people they have positive symptoms but they show negative. We don't know whether it's immune escape or it's for uh, what uh, other reason, and also, why do you request only the test result from China? China government want to cheat you, and you still believe the things they give you. If they want you to believe their test, they can tell you everyone is negative. Why don't you do the PCR testing and quarantine uh when they enter U.S. and uh, also, what I'm worried about that is the transmissibility is so high. and also there are man-made factors in China to make things worse, like the medicine control, like the uh, information height. But there are also a big chance that this new variant, especially after several weeks, circulating in China, they could generate more, uh, new dominant variant, maybe including the immune escape uh, characters. So at that time, why do you just allow them to come without the, any uh, very strict uh, examination to protect Americans? Because according to the death toll, according to this uh, uh, gratitude in uh, in the outbreak in China, I would say even 10% of that hate America, that would it, uh, repeat what happened in New York uh, in early 2020. And that will seriously uh, damage the, your society. and oh, that, also.
0: So, so let me just interrupt. I think what you said is very important. So if what's going on is um, either antibody dependent enhancement, a more virulent strain, something unique, that can cause hospitalization and death in a second and third infection, which is unheard of in the United States. Uh, if indeed that's the case, uh, and that's imported into the United States from uh, Chinese sick Chinese who are traveling to the United States, um, then you're right. We we could be right back into um, right back into a, a, another repeat of the entire pandemic. We've had three years of this in the United States, and. It's progressively dying down largely because second and third infections are so benign, Um, but this could change the calculus. We only just have a few minutes left and I wanted to get your feedback on something. I've I've been focusing on DARPA, which is the research unit of the US Department of Defense. And DARPA in 2012 said they would use messenger RNA to end pandemics within 60 days. Uh, And they had programs. They have a smallpox, monkeypox program, a SARS program, uh, an anthrax program, uh, a whole variety of biological threat programs where they work on the threat and then they work on the answer, vaccines and monoclonal antibodies. So this is well documented in U.S. military biological you know, warfare development. What is the role of the Chinese in the U.S. program? Because U.S. program seems pretty advanced.
1: Oh, first, when you talk about the, this uh, DARPA support mRNA, actually, uh, I can tell you DARPA supported a lot of uh, different studies. This definitely only one of them. And uh, what Chinese uh, people, Chinese scientists, especially, uh, I think you mean the CCP-controlled scientists uh, show in this kind of uh, project, then, uh, I mean, I can tell you not only for uh, this kind of project, but also for other NIH projects or, uh, other project in uh, academic field in America, uh, they are full of infiltration of CCP controlled scientists. That means CCP has spent decades to establish their network and control the Chinese scientists and influence also more- further manipulate American scientists like Ralph Baric, Fauci, all of them to help China to develop the novel about weapons. And when we talk about mRNA vaccines. Um, Actually, they, in the past 10 years, they also talk about another concept in vaccine. So that is universal vaccine. And they usually use the influenza to uh, do the uh, to study the universal vaccine because the influenza virus very uh, can evolve very quickly and also uh, like we now get yearly uh, this kind of vaccination. So the virologists and also Vaccine uh, scientists want to study a uh, universal vaccine to cover it up. And so these are all the things they focus on. But for them, it's lack of, uh, one thing is there is always a lack of the uh safe data and effectiveness, no matter how they develop this kind of vaccine. Because I worked on vaccine development in the WHO reference lab. And the second thing is they really don't have the, a uh, new pandemic or some uh, good uh, pretext to apply this kind of new vaccines. When, when we just say the existing virus like influenza or uh, others, even Ebola, that we really have no man, no much motives to push the novel vaccine candidate into market, especially give them EUA or uh, encourage people to get mandate even uh, vaccination. However, China when they develop this uh, unrestricted bioweapon and release it, and initially China tried to tell the world they are the only, uh, uh, only group can pr- provide the uh, vaccines because they prepared inactive vaccines already. However, at that time, I see, especially when I was in Hong Kong, U.S., at that time, we see a lot of vaccine project coming to us. Basically, it's like Bill Gates Foundation or other uh, grants. They they just show you, hey, we have money. Come to tell us you can do vaccine and just let us see your vaccine uh, proposal. We may grant you with a big amount of money. And then I say, although I don't think the scientists can overcome the uh, obstacles in SARS-CoV-2, but I do see a lot of scientists all over the world, not only from U.S., they start to get ground and they claim they can uh, make the wonderful vaccines. And then soon after, after several months, um, these kind of vaccines are put to market. This this is very ridiculous and shocking. So I say that mRNA should be only one of the candidates, and uh, DAPA funded, and somehow it become uh, finally be be chosen by the pharmaceutical companies to uh, reduce and also uh, promote in U.S. But when we talk about the origin of COVID, and also when we talk about the secondary disaster related to this kind of medical misinformation or manipulation, MRN vaccine is just one of the things they chosen to apply in the pandemic. It's, it's not the very origin of this pandemic.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I recognize that. The papers by Menacheri in 2015, one in Nature Communications and then one in proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. And they and they are the papers are describing the US research. BARDA and DARPA funded research, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, Harvard, a Swiss institute. Uh, they, they thank the Chinese for using the Wuhan lab. One paper, there's no Chinese authors, none. The second paper, there's just three Chinese authors and a ton of non Chinese authors. You know, the way I read it, I read it's a U.S. program where Chinese are assisting, but it's not a Chinese led bio biological threat program it's a u.s program that's my read on it i think the chinese are are playing a kind of a second a second role you mentioned something about um the chinese uh, the communist party considered this a successful outcome of a biological threat development program why would they consider it successful when it's leading to large numbers of hospitalizations and deaths that are damaging to the country? Why would they consider it successful?
1: Oh, Because although Chinese people also get hurt, but the thing is, before you get aware of that, it hit America uh, successfully. So for Chinese communist government, they just wanted the, uh, to see what kind of achievement they can get. And they don't care about the cost, although the cost can be their own citizens. So they just want to undermine America. And Xi Jinping has spent over 10 years since he became the chairman to um, reorganize the si- uh, system and also uh, make more plans to uh, fight against America because America is always the primary enemy. So you see, America may suffer a different kind of outbreak in the history, but it never happened like what happened since 2020. It gave a lot of damage that increased the death toll and also created quite a lot of chaos to uh, divide America. So for Chinese Communist Party's uh, proposal that uh, pr- pr- purpose that this is already very good because it hate America and also is unrestricted by weapon because it has to combine with propaganda and lies. And the propaganda lies because people like Fauci, like WHO, work with them to enhance it. So that works. And so for, for Xi Jinping, he has done something no other CCP uh, leaders has done before. That means directly hate America and the cause economic loss, cause uh, uh, people's uh, this kind of uh, death toll and also cause a lot of problems in your society. And also when you talk uh, that,
0: about- We're coming to the end, so I'm just gonna ask you for short uh, answers. Um, so if there is a zeal to hurt America, if the Chinese wanna hurt America, and America's injured economically, we just buy less Chinese products. We're less likely to honor the, the bonds that the Chinese... Uh, so what advantage is it to China as us being a big customer of China? What advantage to them is it to oh. the, to hurt us?
1: Yes. so So that's why I said in this case, I believe CCP and based on evidence they are dominant. So they and the, uh, you, you know, the um, Americans, they are a lot of compromised scientists or business people. They are kind of, I would say, it's like two cartels. They work together, but always one one to overcome the other. And finally, uh, one side, I would say, CCP side um, has done more and uh, uh, they believe finally they can overcome you and even eat the other cartel. And so for CCP that, they they care about ideology. For Xi Jinping, he care about his own uh emperor uh emperor dream. So he already becomes the emperor in China. He is already beyond the party now, and he's a really a uh, powerful dictator. So they want to convert America into Chinese communist style. So once it happened, Mm, they don't mind they sell you things or not. You're under his control. So, whether they are good business communication is not important. You become their slaves. They can totally over. Uh, They can totally take over America, change the world order. So that's why you will say now happen is China and Russia pair together. They try to destroy the world order based on U.S. dollar. They want to establish the new order with their allies using renminbi uh, and also they want to change the ideology all over the world. So basically, this is based on their geopolitical plan. Uh, they don't care about Americans. They don't like the system you are living in now. They hate freedom and democracy. So these all the things they want to destroy.
0: We're going to have to leave it here. Dr. Yang. thank you for joining us on the McCullough Report.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: Let's get real. Let's get loud. On America Out Loud Talk Radio, this is the McCullough Report.